right, here it's time for today's AM Minnesota program. John Devoik, Rice County Fair Manager, is in studio. And John, just before we went on the air, was reminding me to do what, John? I'm telling you to do your job right. Here you go. Where the city meets the farm, the great Rice County Fair. We'll see you there. I wouldn't do that for just anybody, you know. You hope not? <laughs> How many other people want that jingle? <laughs> I like that jingle. I do. Right you know, it's, it's, it's one of the brighter ideas we had. Yeah. Kind of a branded, and that jingle just keeps bopping around in your head for a while. That's right. That's, <laughs> that's the purpose of it, right? Yeah. Keep reminding us of the fair that's coming up. Yeah, Good morning, well, Jerry. How are you this morning? Um, well, let's see. I'd be doing better if I had some sunshine. Well, I think we'd all be doing better yeah. with sunshine, but... Uh, you know, got to keep plugging away. Yep. Cloudy or sunshine. Yep, and it'll probably be in about uh, a month or so. I'll be hoping for clouds and rain. Louis said the other day, yeah, you're really hard to please. <laughs> <laughs> Took the words right out yep, of my mouth. <laughs> yep. But at least we've got some warmer weather makes us start thinking about it's fair time coming. That's right. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, we had our board meeting last night and we got, one more board meeting before the fair, isn't that? Uh, Boy, that's uh, that's uh, you know nerve wracking. I, I was going to say it's not scary because you've been around the the track a few times with this, but still nerve wracking. That's a good. It is, it is, and you know, uh, quite honestly, Jerry, this will be the last time we'll be around the track because uh, after this year's fair, um, I'm going to uh, be finished with the fair. Uh, we've hired a new replacement that's uh, going to take my place. And so uh, this will be my last fair. Are you going to be completely done? Or are you going to be on the board for a while, too? And I don't know. It all depends how good of a time I'm having. <laughs> <laughs> no, my plan is, is I, I'd like to continue on with the board for a while yet. Uh, you know, you know the me and the fair has always been a passion of mine. And, and it's been kind of first and foremost and, and so I'd like to continue on with the board and help out. Uh, but uh, it's just time that um, somebody new take the reins and somebody with some uh, bigger and brighter ideas than what I have. And, uh, you know, uh, life goes on. I vaguely remember that when you first took over the job, you were saying, you know, you wanted to give it 10 years. And Has it been 10 years? It has. It has. Oh, jeez. Quite honestly, my wife has uh, reminded me of that, that 10 years is up. And, and um, so, yeah, uh, you know, I, I said, told myself I'd give it 10 years. And uh, I've been blessed. Uh, I've met some wonderful, wonderful people. Uh, I've worked with some great individuals. I have the opportunity to uh, I do a lot of things that I wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. Um, you know, the fair industry, you know, it's an industry in itself. And... It's full of just great people to be associated with. And many of them are, are family organizations, too. Look at uh, Gold Star. That's right. That's right. And, and you develop relationships. And, and that's kind of one of the important things that I found was important to develop these relationships. And they turn around and they'll help you. And uh, you, that was one of the keys to my success is developing relationships, whether they were with businesses, individuals, um, because when you're in need, they'll help you. And when they're in need, you help them. Uh, I've always tried to, um, 
felt that the fair needed to give back to the community. And, you know, we've tried, you know, uh, we've got several organizations, you know, non-revenue uh, organizations. Uh, for instance, the one that comes to my mind is the Cancer Walk. We always yeah. give them an opportunity to come to the fairground, use the fairgrounds to have their their yearly event. Uh, that was one of the ways that we could give back to the community. Obviously, you know, monetarily-wise, we had a hard time giving to back. But, you know, by renting out the facility uh, to different organizations uh, is something that, uh, you know, I was able to do. I was very glad that I could do it. Uh, and so I hope that continues. And you know what? I, I really think it was, it will, the individual that we have that's going to replace me um, is, is, I think, going to do a great job and looking forward to uh, him taking over. And Quite honestly, I want him to do a better job than I did because if he does a better <laughs> job than I did, uh, then the fair is going to continue to grow. And, and I'm really confident that, that he'll be able to do that. And so, yeah, it's, uh, you know, looking back, uh, I had some wonderful, wonderful times, some wonderful moments. Uh, it didn't come without any disappointments because, you know, there were disappointments, yeah. but... Uh, uh, all in all, uh, I'm, I'm leaving on a very good yeah. note. Well, and you know, I think that's the key. When you look back, you're going to remember the good times, and you aren't going to remember the tough decisions you had to make, like shutting the fair down early because severe thunderstorms are coming in. Or I'll never forget that Saturday morning. I was at the 4-H Livestock Auction having a great time, looking forward to the truck and tractor pull that night, of which I'm the official on-hooker, and it's pouring down rain and all at once it dawned on me, darn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, our track is now underwater and you had to, well, to quite, cancel. Well, quite honestly, Jerry, those, those, those times will stick with me for a long time. <laughs> They'll stick with me for a long time because those were hard decisions you had to make. And, uh, but they needed to be made. And, uh, you know, it was, it was just great. You know, uh, we've had with the county uh, emergency uh, plan, you know, we have a plan in place. And so those are the things, the tools that we have that make those decisions a no-brainer. Uh, you know, it's a spot-on decision and you, you have to make it right then and there. But, you know, you have these policies in place and, you know, you go over these policies and all of a sudden, you know, you'd be surprised how fast they come into your mind. Okay, this is what our policy is. This is what we're going to do. And I remember that night vaguely, uh, just like it was yesterday, you know, Troy, Dunn was the sheriff at the time. He looked at me. I looked at him, and we just nodded our heads and, and went. Yeah, you knew. What and you and we knew we had, what we had to do. You know, was it the right decision? Yes, it was the right decision uh, because, first of all, you know, the fairgoers, you want them to be safe, and you not only want them to come to your fair, but you want them to return home safely. Uh, you know, the weather report that we got said we had a tornado coming our way. It was 20 minutes away. Yeah. And, and you know we did. You know, and if you got the the whole midway gen with people, where do you get all those people? You it, had time yet? Send them home. Exactly. And so that was the decision that was made. Uh, unfortunately, the tornado never arrived. It went skirted around us. I'd say that was good news. But then a lot of second guessers then said, right. "Well." I wasn't able to be at the fair that night, and nothing happened. Yeah, well. that's right. But you know. <laughs> The one thing, you know, that they have to realize is so the carnival has to shut down. 
And so when the carnival starts back up, they have their procedure that they have to follow and their startup time. And, and we, know, we just said, you know what, we're just not going to start back up because by the time they go through their procedure starting back up. All safety procedures, checklist, right. things that they have to go through to bring that ride back up. That's right. And so, you know, the people went home. So, yeah, it was, uh, like I said, you know, that, that will stick with me for a long time. But that's a responsibility that the board and, and you know, Sheriff Dunn at the time or Sheriff Jesse will do in the future. Now. That's right. It's right. And, and it's just great to know that, you know, we work as a team. And, and uh, it was great teamwork. And, you know, that teamwork will continue on. Yep. And there's all sorts of policies for medical emergencies. That's and, right. Know, someone gets sick. Uh, so... That everything is hopefully thought out. It, it is thought out, and it is something that, you know, we review that every year. I'll go over it every year, and, and uh, I'll be talking with uh, Jennifer from that's in charge of the uh, safety management for the county. And uh, so, you know, yeah, you know, what happens if there's a chemical spill? It might not yeah. be on the fairgrounds, but say... Yeah. A, a, a Highway set, 3 is That's right, right and say the uh, there was an accident in a tanker with some hazardous waste material you know, derailed and, and, and tipped over and start leaking, you know. Uh, what if somebody got hurt on the fairgrounds? What if there's a shooting on the fairgrounds? What if there's a ride accident? Uh, you know, all of these things, you know, that you can possibly think of, you know, uh, we do have a booklet with procedures and how we're going to handle it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just um, glad that uh, something that we did put together, it took a while to put it together, but... Uh, I'm glad it's in place, and, and my hat's off to everybody that's worked on it to make that happen. We have to take a break for the markets here shortly, John, but Gordy instructed me to mention to you the possibility of the conservation building uh, being reshingled, the new roof. We're working on that now, uh, trying to get that funding secured, and hopefully that that uh, gets secured here in the near future, and uh, we can get a new roof on that building. Much needed. Oh, that, uh, and it's going to be a shingled roof. Yes, that's what the, that's what the plan is. I don't know. I haven't seen the what the bids come in at, but uh, I'm sure that uh, once those bids are in and that's secured, we'll have some more information. Yeah. yeah. Well, you you have a construction in your past. The thing that pops in your mind is a lot of folks are going to all steel roofs now rather than shingles. Much more expensive, but apparently last quite a lot longer. But then. Some of us live in areas with covenants and things like that. And That's it's right. Against the, so all sorts of rules and regulations. We That's get right. And you want to keep the aesthetics of the building yeah, also. That's right. That's and right. so, uh, yeah, uh, well, hopefully uh, that's going to happen and happen soon. Well, John, stand by. We have to take a break for the markets and we'll, we'll continue with today's AM Minnesota program. On Tuesday morning, cattle are mostly higher. Hogs, corn, and soybeans are lower. I'm John Perkins with a Brownfield Market Update. With more than 50 corn lines to choose from, Stein offers elite genetics with a broad range of traits. Learn more at steinseed.com. Soybeans are lower this morning on fund and technical selling. 35% of U.S. soybeans are planted ahead of average, but with big delays in some northern growing areas. More delays are expected in parts of the Midwest and Plains this week. July beans are 20 and three quarters lower at 1413. August is down 20 at 1345 and a half. July meals six dollars thirty cents lower at 42040. July bean oils down 80 points at 8284. 
Corn's lower this morning, half just under half of the crops planted, and emergence is ahead of average with solid progress in the heart of the Corn Belt. China did cancel on previously purchased old crop U.S. corn this morning. That more than likely is uh, end up is probably going to be switched to uh, Brazil in the long run. July corn's down 13 and a quarter at 583 and a quarter. September's 13 and three quarters lower at 519. And Chicago beats down as soft red winter remains in comparatively good condition. July's 15 and three quarters lower at 638 and a quarter. Following the weekly crop numbers and with supply and demand estimates out Friday, July cotton's down 213 at 81.17. July rice is 21 and a half lower at 18.15. Live cattle are mostly higher and feeders are up waiting for widespread direct business. The exception, June live's down 35 at 162.07. August is up 17 at 160.25. With this lower move in corn, August feeders are 70 higher at 223.80. And hogs are down on pork demand uncertainties and their premium to the cash index. June leans down uh, 40 cents now at 82.90 and July's 32 lower at 84.95. We are online at brownfieldagnews.com. John Perkins, Brownfield. AM Minnesota on the Mighty 920 KDHL. The market update was sponsored by the KDHL Agro Boosters. They include Craig Keller at the Keller Insurance Agency in Nearstrand. Craig helped protect all things important to you. Also, insulation services. Find out about all the advantages of spray foam or blown-in insulation. Give Nate a call, 507-993-4570 or online at insulationservicesinc.com. Also, Northern Buildings for quality post-frame construction. Go to their website, northernbuildings.com, along with Matt's Roofing, specializing in any shingling project, plus farm buildings and residential roofing over 100 years. Combined experience. No payment until completely satisfied. Give Troy Matt's a call. 507-838-2254. And critic stump grinding in Fairbow. Do you really want to mow around those stumps in your lawn this summer again, all summer long? If not, give Chris Krennic a call, 507-491-2948 or online at quinnickstumpgrinding.com. My guest at today's AM Minnesota program is almost former manager John Devork at the Rice County Fair. John, you officially announced, I assume the board's known for quite some time that this was going to be your last year as Rice County Fair manager. That's right, Jerry. They have. Uh, I made it alone last year in August. And, and the reason for that was, is, you know, I wanted to give them time to uh, do a search for a new person to take my spot. And uh, hopefully that I could uh, have him shadow me and he could kind of catch on a little bit what goes on so he doesn't come into it blind like I did. <laughs> well, you mentioned all of those relationships and the people you know. And so that'd be tough for someone stepping in, wouldn't have all those contacts. And, you know, you built up uh, so many relationships over the years. That's right. But, you know, he'll do the same thing. And uh, that's, you know, what it's all about. And, and he'll find his groove. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm very confident that, you know, uh, the fair is going to go on and it's, it's going to be even bigger and better. Well, I look over my 25 years of being very familiar with the Rice County Fair. And it, uh, from when I started, it's uh, grown leaps and bounds. Well, thank you, Jerry. And, and you know, that was always the intent. And, and you know, it wasn't uh, something that I did for personal gain. You know, I figured, you know, this is what the fair needs. And, uh, 
you know, the fair was always first and foremost over my, you know, my accolations. And so uh, I'm happy, uh, you know, where the fair is at. Do I wish it was in a better place? You're always going to wish yeah. that. Uh, do I have regrets? Uh, yeah, there'll be regrets. Uh, there's uh, always regrets. You know, I wish I'd have done this instead of this, or I tried this and this didn't work. Uh, so yeah, there's always regrets, but uh, I really think that the, uh, you know, the good times outnumbered the bad times, oh. and the good things outnumbered mm -hmm. the, you know, the bad things. And uh, like you said, you know, I had wonderful support uh, from people around the community. Uh, my family uh, was supportive of me. Uh, my wife was very, very supportive, and uh, there's just so many people that uh, were a part of this. Uh, the board, I had a wonderful board to work with. Uh, you know, um, the, the fair didn't succeed because of me. Uh, it succeeded because of the people that are on the board, uh, the board members that are out there every day of the fair, before the fair working. Uh, without them, there would be no fair. And, uh, you know, I was just so blessed that I did have the great people on the board to do what they do. And, uh, you know, you, you can't go out and start naming people because all of a sudden yeah, you, forget you forget somebody. somebody. And but so each and every one of them, whether it was a big part, or a small part, they were all part of the fair and they were all part of planning the fair and making it succeed, whether they could only be there for a few hours or, you know, it, it was their help that really makes it outstanding speaking of needs how are we doing do we need some more rice county fair ambassador candidates <laughs> i'm sure we do um we had a meeting last night i was unable to be at the meeting uh but uh, i'm sure gretchen is uh the applications are out on the website now and uh, i'm sure gretchen is, is talking with individuals but you know if there's an individual out there that would like to vie for that uh ambassador crown uh get a hold of gretchen uh, get a hold of me, you know, I'll put you in the right contact. And, um, yeah, uh, let's uh, make that happen. And it's a lot of fun. And, and I think it's very rewarding for these young individuals. And, you know, we need these individuals to uh, promote the fair. I mean, they're, they're, those are one of our biggest promoters of the fair. They attend parades. They attend functions. And, and you know, they're the name ambassador. That's why we call them ambassadors because uh, they represent the fair at different functions. And, and Gretchen Horman is doing a great job with this program. Uh, ever since she took it over and we turned it into an ambassador program. Um, and you know, we got a junior division now. So, uh, I really think that, uh, this is a program that's going to continue to grow and, and we got the right person running it. And ambassadors, guys and gals. Exactly. So, exactly. So, so, um, you know, uh, hopefully uh, one of these days, uh, one of these years, we'll, we'll have several male individuals that are going to vie for that. Uh, we've had a few in the junior division, and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, that trend changes. And, you know, I, th I think it can be a lot of fun for a group of individuals. It's really fun to see the littler kids involved in things. You don't always have to be senior high kids or young adults. Well, that's right, Jerry, and that was one of the reasons why we did start the junior division is, you know, uh, number one, um, you know, it, it allowed us to expand the program some, but not only that, but it gives a good opportunity for a younger individual to see what it's all about and, and to want to continue on into the senior division. Uh, you know, it's just a way to bring them along and nurture them uh, to be b a bigger part of this program. 
And that looks real good on their resume, too, as they're applying for colleges and careers and jobs. Well, down the line, I'm sure when they're a candidate for a junior, that's the last thing that's on their mind. But you're right, Jerry. It, it does uh, give them the opportunity. And you know what? Whether or not they take advantage of that opportunity, that's up to them. But, you know, at least we're, we're, we're providing them that opportunity, you know, where, where they can get into a program and, and do the best that they can and see how far that they can go and, you know, what their success is. Everything else, uh, final details yet, but everything else is pretty well organized. Pretty, pretty much everything is organized. All the free entertainment is, is uh, um, booked. Uh, the Cellular Stage is booked. Uh, beer Garden Bands are booked. The Grandstand is uh, booked. Uh, so, uh, yeah, things are, uh, you know, the eyes the eyes are dotted and the T's are crossed. And, uh, you know, we're all ready. Uh, you know, I've got individuals out now that are going around uh, shopping for uh, sponsors. So if anybody's interested in sponsoring something at the fair, you know, uh, contact me at the office and we can help you out. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, you know, uh, the grounds. Uh, we had our uh, storage release at the end of April, which was only a couple weeks ago. Uh, so the buildings are empty now. We're going to start going through the buildings, seeing what we need to uh, work on. Uh, I do have an individual that started, or my maintenance individual started. Uh, we're slowly starting to uh, get the grounds back in shape. Uh, had a little bit of uh, tough times during the winter with, with some areas. Uh, got rutted up, and we're going to you know, work on that. And uh, The... I've got a contractor that's come in to help finish off the swine barn. So I was going to uh, say, is that going to be used this year? That's going to be used. It was used last year, but I'm hopefully that it's uh, going to, the exterior is going to be finished off more so this year. Uh, there's a few uh, things that are going to probably be on our high list to repair. That's going to be happening soon. Uh, that'll have to take place. So, um, you know, it's, it's the fairs in July, but you know, there's not a whole yeah. lot of time between now and July, and and uh, so things are going to have to get done uh, fairly quick and and uh, get you know put on a list and what do we want to get done before the fair, what needs to get done, and so uh, before you know it, that fair will be here and and, and it'll be history, just like yeah. every other fair. Yeah. So speaking of history, something that just popped in my mind—that's a scary thought. It is, but, but we'll I go think on. Under your watch. We got rid of that ugly bathroom. So I think we should name the new one the John DeVore <laughs> No, no. You but know that is a huge accomplishment. That, that was a huge accomplishment. And, and uh, you know, we'd have to thank, um, you know, all the way from the top, from the county administrator, uh, Sarah Falstadt. Uh, you know, she was very... Very forthright coming and saying, you know what, we need to we need to replace that. And uh, you know, it was there was COVID money available, and uh, so you know that was used for that. But uh, you're right, it was a it was a building that needed to be demolished and a new one put up. And uh, you know, we got that accomplished. And um, you know, by all means, you know, I'm not going to take the credit for that because it was a it was more than just me. It was the county commissioners county administrator, you know, they all got together and, and, and saw the need for that. And, and I thank them for that. And well, forever, really, we'll, we're we'll really be fortunate that the board and county administration are so supportive of the fair too. That's right. Oh, they're so very supportive, Jerry. Uh, what a, 
what a wonderful group of people to, to work with. And, and they do support the county fair. And, uh, you know, uh, it's great to have a county fair and, and you know, to honor agriculture. I mean, that's what the county fair is, is here for, you know, is, is, is for honoring people in agriculture and uh, having people bring their cattle to the fair. And, and you know, those individuals that bring their animals to the fair, I mean, you know, they're the champions of, okay, this is how animals are treated and this is, you know, they're not being abused. And, and so they are, you know, good stewardships of the industry. And, and that's so important uh, here in Rice County. How are we doing for exhibit space? Someone still wants to exhibit at Rice County Fairs or room are you booked? No, no, we still have plenty of room for exhibitors. So if you want to come and be an exhibitor at the fair, uh, you know, email us your information. All the applications are online. Uh, so, you know, we're looking for exhibitors, uh, always looking for those. And, um, you know, the more the merrier. <laughs> and let's see, uh, maybe could use a few volunteers yet. How are you doing with getting uh, the helping with the parking and all those things? That's something that's ongoing, you know, if, if anybody's interested in, in doing a fundraising uh, for a group, you know, we come and talk to us, you know, we can work out details on that and get you some Got you some funds, you know, for help and volunteer at the parking lot. I do uh, know this year uh, it was quite quite rewarding because, uh, you know, our bingo stand, you know, we've always uh, had a tough time finding uh, people to groups to do the bingo stand. And lo and behold, this year we had two groups that wanted to do the bingo stand. So uh, we got the two groups together and hopefully uh, they can work out a schedule between them and, and we can run bingo probably a little bit longer than we have oh. in the past. But uh, it was just kind of nice to have two in, yeah. two groups that uh, wanted to do this instead of uh, only having one group or, or having a hard time finding that one group. So uh, we were really glad that uh, these individuals, you know, these two groups that they came up and uh, I hope it works out well for them. And uh, I'm sure it will. And, you know, that just... Uh, one bright more bright spot for the for the fair is you know to to be able to do bingo and mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that you know come to the fair and oh let's go play with bingo we'll rest for a little while and play a couple yeah, of games. Sometimes of bingo. it's nice to have a place to sit down and relax for that's, a while. That's right. That's right. So uh, you know that just one more uh, thing that we can uh, offer at the fair. Any other thing you'd like to mention, John? We got a couple three minutes yet. Well, you know we're moving along. The board is working hard. Uh, we're going to start uh, getting buildings ready, like I said, you know, filling in the ruts and, and getting that taken care of, the grounds. I thought of something. Better mention the grandstand events. And yeah, the grandstand. Who's the official on hooker? And we got Jerry. Am I losing to, my pool now that you're off the, going to be going? Yeah, I don't know. You know, you might have to buy a dinner or two for the new manager. <laughs> no, but, you know, grandstand, uh, we have, uh, starting off on Wednesday night, we have our enduro races. Thursday night, we have our Midwest wrestling that's uh, going to be at the grandstand again this year. Uh, Friday night, we got Barnes Rodeo that's going to come in. Looking forward to that. Really looking forward to that. Uh, truck and tractor pool is on Saturday night. Jerry will be the official on Hooker. You know, we should give you a, you should probably wear a tux or something for that, shouldn't you? Oh, gee. <laughs> Wouldn't that look nice? Uh, Those nice what? shiny shoes and that wet mud. <laughs> <laughs> and then on Sunday afternoon, we got the de demolition derby. So, you know, that will wrap up our grandstand. And the demo is 4 o'clock on Sunday? Uh, no, 4.30. 4.30, okay. Yep. Uh, beer Garden, you know, we got uh, Killer Hayseeds on Thursday night. Uh, Even I've heard of them. Yeah, Devin Worley is on uh, Friday night. 
And on Saturday night, we have Mr. Peabody again. And, so. and, but I'd go on strike if you wouldn't have the sidewalls. Yeah, we got uh, white sidewalls are on Thursday night. Jolly <laughs> Peas are on Wednesday night. Uh, Sherman Winton's coming back on oh. on uh, Friday evening. Uh, we have our Mexico uh, La Raza band coming in on uh, Saturday night. So, uh, you know, great, uh, great lineup there for the cylinder stage. And if you want to stay up to date, ricecountyfair.net. That's right. I finally got it. That was your other thing you wanted to accomplish in 10 years. That was Teach right. <laughs> Teach you how to do that. Thanks That's to right. Tara. She's getting everything updated on the, the website. Working on that, yeah. And uh, Oh, and what about the uh, premium book? That's all going to be online. That's too, all online that? this year. It's, everything's going to be online. So uh, look for that. That'll be online. So, yeah, uh, just out there now, uh, if you want to be a sponsor of the fair, uh, contact me at the office, and, and we'll work uh, out the details with you, and uh, we'll go from there. And for what it's worth, we've really enjoyed working with you these last 10 years, and <laughs> it sounds like you might be on the board for a while, so maybe you could be in charge of publicity, and they can throw you under the bus. You have to do the radio stuff then. Well, we'll let that see what we'll happens see there. <laughs> Been great working. I've had a Great time working here, Jerry, and we've still got the summer left, so yep. we'll make the best of yep. it. Thanks for coming in, John. Thank you, Jerry. John Dvork, almost former Rice County Fair Manager, and that concludes today's AM Minnesota program. We've got the National.